a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Hello and welcome to a special Star Wars edition of the Party of One podcast, the RPG podcast that always follows Darth Bane's Rule of Two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. Party people, it is Star Wars season, and there is no better way to celebrate than bringing back onto the show Chris Ng, GM from the Silhouette Zero podcast for another game of Star Wars Age of Rebellion from Fantasy Flight Games. That's right, we are picking back up with Bam Trindo, Bothan Investigator, and Levon, the law enforcement droid bodyguard, as they flee the doomed medical ship Haven, an illegal, top-secret, cyborg clone soldier in tow. Where will they go? Will they escape the Empire's clutches? You'll have to listen on and find out. Let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week I am joined once again by Chris and Chris. Welcome back to Party of One. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. This is going to be great. Yeah, it's uh, Star Wars time of the year, so it's it's time to do more Star Wars. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> so once again, just like we did last time, why don't you start out by uh, talking about Silo at Zero and anything else you might want people to know about? Oh, sure. Uh, so normally I'm a GM of a uh, Edge of the Empire actual play podcast called Silhouette Zero. It's just me and my brother. Uh, it's called Silhouette Zero because it's uh, starring only tiny short aliens as the main characters. Fan- I, I, I like Silhouette Zero. I've made no secret about that fact. Oh, well, I appreciate your support in that. Uh, and today we're going to be playing Age of Rebellion, correct? Yes, that is correct. We are picking up where we left off with our Age of Rebellion game. Which means yeah. that I am playing Bam Trindo, Bothan Investigator. Do not call me a spy. Right. And Levon, who is the law enforcement droid and bodyguard to Bam Trindo, who's just, he's just real tired. <laughs> if a droid could be tired, he would be tired. It's just been a long day. <laughs> every day has been a long day. I don't. I think every day since he's been activated has been a real long day. If a droid could long for a memory wipe, he would be the one to do it. Yeah, but he also loves his job, so it's a tricky balance. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we'll just start then. Yeah, we'll dive right in. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll a force and de- or the destiny pool because I All always right. forget that. So go ahead and roll um, two for you and one for me. So we'll just roll All three right. force die. Three force dice. Roll uh, three dark side. Oh, you're coming off to a good start. Yep. So the last time we saw Bam Trindo and his loyal companion, you had just exited the medical frigate Haven, having uncovered a dastardly plot aboard the Rebellion medical frigate. Imperial agents had infiltrated your beloved ship. You uncovered a secret science project that had been hidden away in the cargo bay, and it looked like you had just come on top. We had a big win, and then it kind of came out from underneath us a little bit. Yeah, Bam had figured out all the mysteries, as he's wont to do. Levon had killed all the bad guys, as he's wont to do. And then, while you were on your way out, the whole thing just exploded. Kaboom. So you find yourself aboard a Karelian freighter as a heavy freighter, a YV-929 called the Spice Wolf. And you're with a bit of a ragtag crew at the moment. The Spice Wolf's captain, Zap Vaporator, a human female, and her Wookiee companion, Jaubeka, have locked themselves in the cockpit. 
you, along with Levon, are in the cargo area, along with a couple of people you managed to save from the Haven. The first is Tweeka Bulb, a Rodian security officer who is now royally pissed. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Menta Talaric, a small drawl who was working on a secret project. That secret project is about seven feet tall and pinned to the wall. It is a half-clone, half-cybernetic droid monstrosity that someone recovered in the midst of the rebellion battles, and Dr. Talaric is attempting to take apart its secrets. Before anything happens, uh, how is Bam feeling about the destruction of the Haven? He is very upset that the ship was destroyed, but he is nonetheless very happy that at least he was able to succeed at his mission. <laughs> like he he okay, here's the here's the here's the thing that here's the here's the big picture of it all is that I was successful. Like I, it's not my fault. I mean, the ship had already been overrun by stormtroopers. There's not a whole lot that I could have done. Uh oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of muttering this to yourself as your fellow Alliance officer, Tweeka, is uh, wants, keeps pulling out his blasters like he's going to shoot the wall, and then he's not sure if they're just going to bounce around and kill him, so he puts the blasters away. Uh, he's just got a lot of vent-up frustration that he doesn't know what to do with. Uh, what's Levon doing? Levon is... Uh, Levon is, is compacted at himself and shut off the lights and is taking a nap. <laughs> Levon is like... Levon is just a whatever man. I whatever. We'll deal with this. We will deal with this when we get back to when we get back when we get to, when we when we sit down with our superiors. We'll hash all this out. There is no reason to be upset now. I'm taking a nap. So speaking of your your current predicament, Bam realizes after having spent maybe five ten minutes contemplating the realities of what just happened, and he realizes that the overall tone of the ship has shifted and you realize this ship is currently in hyperspace and you have no idea where it's going hmm well that's problematic suppose i should sort that out uh and you said the cockpit was sealed it is currently locked yes there is an intercom button yeah all right i'm gonna hop onto the intercom and say uh excuse me this is uh this is bam trindo remember the person that uh you know solved the mystery and saved all of your lives uh do you happen to know where we're exactly we're going? Well, considering I'm the pilot, yeah, I know exactly where we're going. Do you feel comfortable sharing that information? Why do you want to know? Because I have superiors to talk to, and they probably have a lot of questions on account of that ship blew up. Look, um, what was your name? Pow? Zappo? Crash? Z- uh, Zap, if I remember correctly, was your name. My name is Bam. Right, right, Bam. Um, listen, Bam... Let's review this last day, okay? I risked my hide to get Alliance officers to that medical frigate, which turned out just to be a bunch of Imperial spies. I was detained for an extended period of time, super bored out of my mind. Then we almost died at least twice. So you'll forgive me if I'm not particularly trusting of anybody on this ship that isn't me or Zhao. Operative word, almost. <laughs> okay, look. I appreciate what you did for me, but you owe me a lot of money, or at least the Alliance does. So until that debt's paid, I'm not working for any of you. I'm getting well, the closest then, then... system, and you're on your own. All right, well, what is that? At least tell me what the closest system is. 
so I have some kind of idea to make travel plans. Fine, it's tattooing. Oh, Griff. Because <laughs> tattooing is indeed in the Arcana sector, which is next to the Hypori sector, which is where, or the Hypori system, which is where the Haven was stationed. Look, Griff. I, the intercom clicks back on. Look, all right. Are you armed? Me? No. I. Why would I be armed? The cockpit door unlocks and it slides <laughs> open. Jalbeka, the imposing Wookiee, looks even more imposing as you walk in, as if to say, you better not try anything, little goat dog. I, I throw a, sh- a shrug as if to be like, what am I going to try? Really? Let's be real here. <laughs> so you can see you are indeed in hyperspace and um, Zap motions to the, co- the co-pilot seat for you to take a seat excellent i take a seat i kick up i kick up my feet i assume i assume zap has to like move my feet because i almost hit like a really bad lever <laughs> no no don't don't do that don't oh, no okay i just i wanted to be comfortable okay look i'll level with you here i'm heading to most espa okay it's the best place for me to get lost in the midst of all this craziness you and your science project or the, whatever you got back there you've got to get it off my ship Okay, we. I mean, we can. We can work with. We can work with that. We can. Pro- I. I say. I hope. I think. I mean, Mosa Espa. We could maybe work with that. But okay, we will do what we can do. Why don't you go ahead and roll to see what you know about Mos Espa? I sure will. So, I assume that would be a uh, criminal. Yeah, it'll be either underworld or outer rim. Your choice. Okay, it'll be my... against one difficulty. They're both two green, so uh, that and that's gonna be. One intellect correct okay so that's four green um two success one advantage all right most espa is probably one of the largest spaceports on tatooine you know as everyone knows that it is controlled by the huts and uh it's known for a very lucrative and thriving slave trade Hmm. your advantage here is that you also happen to know that it is almost you're about a day away from the Bunta Eve Classic, the famous pod race. Oh, I do love pod racing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, now, now, suddenly, uh, Bam's, Bam's, uh, demeanor changes. It goes from like, oh, wait, wait, what day is it? What day is it? Oh, oh, okay, yes, th- this is gonna be great. Uh, I will every, I'll take care of anything you need. Just get us to Mos Espa. Thank you, thank you, uh, Jalbeka, thank you, Zap, thank you. Jabeka, you are looking just... I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. <laughs> she says, fine. Just It'll probably take me a day or two to get a new job, so you've got a day or two to find a place to store your weird science project and make sure you don't mention my name to anybody anywhere ever. Don't mention the name Zap. Got it. So you head back? Yep. All right, you head back. Dr. Menta Talarik is, uh seems like he is finally done fussing over this strange seven foot monstrosity and he looks to you oh um mr trindo might i have a a moment of your time please uh with with the monster or or apart from the monster uh well whichever makes you more comfortable he's completely deactivated i would prefer apart from the monster all right so you take it's a very large cargo ship in terms of cargo space so you walk to the other end of the cargo space much better um listen uh master trindo this is a very important piece of technology, uh, uh, and it's you know, highly classified, so I do hope you have some sort of plan into making sure it doesn't fall back into Imperial hands. 
yes, we are going to touch down in Moss Espo. We're going to get a hold of... Uh, there's bound to be um, a rebel contacts within the city, particularly around a big event like a pod race. It should be fairly easy to move cargo without being noticed because there's going to be a lot of things coming in and out. So all we have to do is once we get into the city, get out, like figure out, figure out where the right criminals are hiding. And then we just move it from ship to ship and we're on our way. He looks extremely relieved. Oh, thank goodness. All right. Well, I'll just stay here aboard the ship safely until you give me the go-ahead. That that works just fine. One less thing to have to look after. Alright, so you settle in for the remainder of the hyperspace trip, which will not be very long. Um, go ahead and roll either um, Warfare or Streetwise. Alright. And this again will be against one purple. Warfare is two my streetwise is two yellow and a green so i'm gonna roll that so that's two yellow uh three green and one purple that should just be two yellow and one green because you don't add those oh right got it got it got it right two yellow one green one purple no that's that makes sense i that seems like a lot of dice (laughs) two yellow one green one purple roll two success one advantage so you take a moment to think about who you know is supposed to be stationed at Mos Espa. And you, in fact, do know the name of the local rebel contact. Her name is Mirka. Uh, Mirka. And you don't, yeah, Mirka. And you don't know much about her other than that she is in deep cover with the huts and that she's Twi'lek. That helps me cook up an identity, so it's my advantage. <laughs> okay, your, your advantage is that you, hap- you actually happen to know exactly which hut she is working for. She's working for Rumdo the Hut. Hmm. Okay, I can work with that. I can work with that. What do I do? I know anything about Rumdo, or should I make another roll for that? You can do another. You can do an underworld. Uh, yeah, you can that's do an exactly, underworld. That's exactly what I'll do. Uh, what's the difficulty on that? Mm, probably two purple. Okay. Uh, failure, one advantage. Okay, your sense is that because you don't recognize the name Rumdo the Hut, it's probably a lesser hut. Okay. Probably a younger okay. member of the family who hasn't quite proven himself yet. Easy enough to con? Sure. Good. <laughs> yeah, conning a hut. That's always no problems. <laughs> never gone wrong. Yeah, never, never, never. Things going wrong is Bam Trindo's uh, specialty, I guess you'd say. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll play it by All right. So, so we go ahead and we, we swipe the screen open from top left to lower right and Mm -hmm. we see the spice wolf touching down into one of those circular pit landing hangers that tatooine seems to favor uh the ramp opens up and you're pretty much free to go tweaka looks antsy why why are the twitches tweaka just i want to find an imperial stormtrooper blast his brains out you know a little revenge uh well there will be ample opportunities for that once we get back to back to our home turf, so to speak. We just need to be cool for now, lay low, uh, cook up a cook up a cover identity, an opportunity to go see uh, Mirka. Her name is she's a uh, she's on our side. We just have to go talk to her, line up a transport to get us, and and he throws a long glare back at the ship, the cargo. Off planet, we get we we get on our way. We find we get back to our rebel superiors, and there will be ample opportunity to get our revenge. Mm, fine, uh, I guess I'll stay here with the cargo. 
Ah, you're picking up you're picking up on investigator lingo. I like mm. that. Okay, but if either of those smugglers start touching the cargo, I'm gonna blast them, okay? Do you do whatever you feel you need to do? <laughs> Put my hands <laughs> on his shoulders and I give him a nod. <laughs> and I puff uh, my okay. chest out and leave on like hops two behind me and we just walk off. <laughs> okay. So are you just going to look for Rumdo's situation or Um I think the thing I want to do first is I'm trying to decide exactly what I would do to do it but I I want to I, I I feel we need to establish a cover identity first. Okay. Maybe uh maybe uh like hit up a few I know what to do. We're going to I th- I'd like to hit up maybe a can like a cantina or a bar mm-hmm. just uh you know catch some rumors, catch some wind so that if I pretend to be a bounty hunter I, I have some some handle on what the scene is. All right, go ahead and roll another streetwise. Okay. And that will be against two purple. Okay. Two yellow, green, two purple. Six successes and three threats. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's a good roll. <laughs> that is a, that's a, quite a roll. Okay. You settle yourself down in the local bounty bar. Uh, the threats being that... You're supposed to actually be a licensed bounty hunter to go in. The doorman was not paying attention, and you just slipped right past him. And you got to sit down. You sat down with a couple of bounty hunters, and you just had like a straight-up conversation. What's going on around here? What's what's the scoop? What's the haps? This Gan finds that this planet is particularly problematic for bounty hunting at this time. That makes sense. It's a... It's a hive of it's a hive of scum and villainy. It'll, you know, it tends to attract a lot of uh, sharks in the water. Incorrect. This gang actually approves of a hive of scum and villainy, for it improves the number of people this gang can hunt. Fair, valid observation. Uh, the human woman with him kind of rolls her eyes and says, "Look, you know what the real problem is right now?" I sure do. Massive, massive imperial presence. Ooh. Hmm. Does that have to do with the podcast? But the pod race? I think so. Because it just, like, all the troops on on the ground just have swelled up because of the pod of the Boon to Eve classic, mm. and I have no idea why. So all the major targets have just gone to ground, which means mm. we can either leave or we can sit around and pick up petty scraps. Uh, we're not really sure which one we want to do yet. Um, I feel like there's no need to, I mean, if nothing else, the race is coming up, and I feel like that's gonna at least be an entertaining few, couple days, right? Like, I don't know if there's any reason to leave. I guess. It's there gonna benefit is a, me to have bounty hunters on the ground. There is a weird bounty that, uh, we were kind of thinking about looking into, but it's sort of outside our wheelhouse, you know? We're more of a capture and mangle type of operation. Nah, see, that's that's fine, but I mean, precision, that's where the future is. That's where the money is, is precision. Hmm. Surgeon-like precision. Well, then maybe this job's more up your alley, and she takes out a data pad and slides it across to you. It's a bounty for information, which is a heck of a weird thing to ask for, but basically, there's this crazy pod racer, right? Right. They call him Hot Flash. Hot Flash. Yeah. No one knows who he is. And he's messing up the circuit like crazy. And so there's a bounty not to kill him, but to find out who he is. Because people are, like, dead certain that he's cheating. 
Hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah. All right. That sounds that sounds up my alley. I'm a I'm an information specialist. Really? You know, I'm pretty good at tracking down leads. That's sort of more my bounty hunting style. I don't go in for the the uh, the kick down the door, shoot everyone inside, and I think Levon just throws me a real sideways glance. <laughs> it's like, don't judge me. <laughs> I hear your shade. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense, being a boffin and all. All right, well, you know, good luck to you, if that's the if that's the case. And uh, your threats kick in as the doorman realizes you are in there, and he walks up and says, "Can I see your bounty hunting license, please?" Uh, oh, <laughs> it must be in the speeder. Let me go get it and uh... <laughs> just hightail it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you got a couple of good pieces of information there. Right. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a, that's an in. I don't know that we need to come up with the right answer to who Hot Flash is. We just need to come up with an answer for who Hot Flash is. <laughs> Though if they figure out that I've got the wrong answer, they'll probably have me killed, and that won't be helpful for the cargo transfer. Let alone for getting my payment for the for a job well done. So, um, you you take a look at this uh, bounty. And it says it'll pay 5,000 credits. Simultaneously, your comlink beeps. Beep. All right, I answer the comlink. Hey, uh, it's Tweeka. Hey, what's uh, going on? I've been talking to Zap, right? Right. And she says she'll take us where we need to go. All right. Yeah, for 20,000 credits. 20,000 20,000 credit. 20,000 credit. Talk of... Talk her down to ten, and I hang up. <laughs> I call all back. Right. I'm sorry for hanging up on you. I don't know. I, I got heated. Oh, that's, that's all right. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll try to talk her down. Uh, I'll see, try. See how low you can talk her down to. I've got a lead on at least five thousand, and maybe a hookup on a le- a rebel transport. I'll keep you posted. All right. We should probably not be saying the R word on commu- on official comm lines. <laughs> oh right. Uh, I gotta go. All right. I'm a good investigator. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to head over to uh, where the Bunta Eve Classic is happening. Poke around there, see if I can't get a lead on where I can find this hot flash, because I want credible info if I can if to, to head over to Mirka and to Rumdo. Okay, you go to the uh, pod pits, or at least the observation level of the pod pits, because you're not allowed in down right. below unless you can you know, trick your way past it. And you just kind of make a walk around the perimeter. There's a lot of fans, a lot of hollow news reporters uh, doing interviews with, with the racers down below. You can see a couple of the pod racers are doing practice runs along the track, uh, zipping by, testing out their times. You do also catch that there are quite a bit more stormtroopers than you would have assumed around Tatooine at all. But in in most Espa, particularly a very strongly controlled hut city. So a lot of odd things going on here. Um, As I mentioned, you could try to sneak your way down into the pod racers area if you wanted to, or you can just kind of do a distance reconnaissance um what i'm gonna do is i got a two-part plan if there's press i'm gonna hang around press mm-hmm. chat up some press see if i can't uh what's my what's my skull there yeah see if i can't uh maybe sleight of hand at some some press credentials oh nice so go ahead and roll me a perception all right at two 
Perception is two yellow and a green, two purple. Yeah. Two successes. You, in fact, spot a boffin reporter sitting down, um, kind of jotting through notes on his data pad and uh, drinking a lot of something out of the canteen. Great. I give uh, Levon a signal to cover me and make sure that uh, we don't attract any unwanted attention as I slide in and ask, So what, uh, oh, hey, good to see a familiar face. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, uh water. Water. Oh, God, I am parched. Can I have a drink? N- no. You know how expensive water is on, on Tatooine? I'm going to take out a few credits, maybe like 20, put it on the table. I... I've got some drink money to spare, if you don't mind. Um, uh, you seem to have caught him, so he gives it to you. Is it actually water? Or is it it's not water? definitely not water. It's That's definitely what I thought. very hard alcohol. Oh, delicious! He looks relieved that you are not judging him. Oh no, I'm. I take a. I take a swig, and I'm like, mm, what is? The, what is the vintage on that? That is surprisingly smooth. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know that. Uh, I didn't. The guy who was selling it, I didn't really speak his language. I just gave him credits. He gave me this. I'm just glad it's not, you know, rocket fuel. Yeah, that'll, I mean, you know, hey, a little bit of rocket fuel. A little bit of rocket fuel gets your engines going, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to make small talk with him for a while. Like, uh chat him about, like, what what he's reporting on. Like, all of that kind of, what brings him here. All that kind of good stuff. You know, I used to to cover imperial politics, but... The drinking, man. The drinking got in the way, and now I'm covering pod racers. And I don't even know why we're allowed to cover pod racers. Pod racing is illegal. This whole thing is confusing me. Hey, you know the people. The people like what they like. I, I'm, I'm a pod race fan. I could watch this stuff for days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I could, I could, uh, you know, I could never get tired of pod racing. I feel like if somebody were to tell me to watch a pod race and cover it, why that would be a dream come true. Really. Like, yeah. you like this stuff? Oh, I love it. Live for it. Go ahead and roll a charm. Okay. Uh, it'll be against uh, two purple, and you get a blue, because this guy does not want to do his job. And because I honestly, I think I, I honestly do love bot racing. Yeah. So, charm, three green. I'll, well, actually, I will let you do charm or deception, either one. Oh, I'll do ch- I'll do charm. I, okay. I, I'm being real, because I think my charm is... What's my deception no, i'll do the deception because it's a little bit it's better so i think i'm talking up i think i'm talking up i think i'm talking up some like bs press story about how about how like i've been coming up in like the the sports pages and this is a big opportunity for me uh two successes all right he leans over look i i really hate this stuff you cover the race take my credentials he shoves it to you take my droid he hands Deal. you a uh uh, a data pad and a little hover cam droid. Uh, just do it however you want. Uh, I'll give you half the buy line and I don't know, like uh, 500 credits. How about that? Beautiful. Uh, this is a real opportunity. Thank you. Oh yeah. You know what? I'll, uh, he gives you the location of where he's staying. I'll just be there hiding in the shade as much as possible until this is over. So just find me there at the end. Okay. Fabulous. Oh my gosh. This is, this means a lot. Thank you. And I, I take it and I get a least scamper off. Like, at quote unquote accidentally shoulder checking uh Levon and like apologizing <laughs> to get his to get his attention so that we scamper off together. Okay. Where to? He follows he follows behind. He's like, "Hey, you get over here." All right, he's out of eyesight. What whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think we're going to head down into the uh the actual racer area. 
poke around, see what I can find out about this uh, hot shot. Hot flash. You're wandering around. Um, there is most of the reporters are hovering around Crest Hyperbole, the best racer on the the uh, the track right now. Definitely favored to win the race. The odds are definitely in his favor according to the betting pools. Um, and he he's a Zecto, so he's got four arms, kind of thin, and, and he's loving it. He's got two Twi'lek ladies on his arm. He's waving at the people. His pod is pristine and shiny, and the engines on it are, you know, a third larger than the ones on Sebulba's. It's just a mm-hmm. massive and, and ridiculous piece of machinery. Hmm. Time for Bam Trindo to work his magic. Uh, I'm gonna head up as like he said he's like surrounded by press taking questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna slide up. Uh-huh. Um. I look at the press credentials to make sure I say the right name. Right. And I say, uh, excuse me, excuse me, what are your thoughts on this Hot Flash character that seems to be tearing up the circuit? He's a real dark horse. He's a real dark horse to knock you out of the top position. I'm going to go ahead and flip a dark side point. And all of the press people get dead quiet. And several of them actually start to back away from you like, ooh, boy, I don't know this guy. (laughs) We were all thinking it. (laughs) Um, Levon's going for his gun. Crest hyperbole hops down from his pod. He cracks all of his knuckles at the same time. Did you just say hot flash to me? Uh, I'm just trying to get a scoop. I'm just getting opinions. Hot flash is nothing. Nothing, you hear me? He's some kind of masked eraser trying to play up the drama, but he hasn't beaten me not even one time. You hear that? Not even once. Not even on Malastare. Good to know. That's a that's that's quite a bit of drama going into this match. You know, drama's what sells what sells tickets. Oh, don't you start with me. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thank you. That's a really wonderful quote. We'll be sure to put that in our upcoming uh pod race uh feature issue. You have a lovely day. <laughs> but, uh, Turn around, lock eyes with lock eyes with Levon, who's got his hands on his guns, and like hustle out, seeing, trying to catch an eye on like what other kind of attention I have raised. Yeah, in fact, go ahead and roll a vigilance with a blue. Okay. Uh, in fact, it, it could be you or Levon rolling the vigilance on this. Uh, let's see who's got right, vigilance. Might be the same. Yeah, it's the same. So I'll have Levon roll it. He's the one paying attention to the situation. Yeah, you can get a blue, and it's still just it's just uh, two purple. All right, blue, two purple, two successes and two threats. All right, you see, um, so as Bam and Levon make their way out of this area and the press seems to be trying to calm him down and start, you know, fanning him with softball questions, you're making your way through another racer area, which is currently abandoned, and Levon spots a pair of Weequay who have broken off from the rest of the group and they are following with some dark intent in their eyes. Fortunately, they're not armed, but they are following you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I, I do enjoy... I'm sorry, who did you say was following me? Uh, a couple of Weequay. So they're okay. a leather-faced... Um, sure, sure, sure. Uh, I guess if you ever watched Clone Wars, that would have been uh, Hondo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pirate guy, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to uh, walk them around a few corners, take a winding path, get them out of the way. Make sure that Levon is out of sight but following so that he can turn a corner and start laying down some stun fire. Okay, so you want to try to ambush them. Yeah. 
Okay, roll for me either stealth or uh, deception for bam against right. three purple. Okay, so that's two yellow, a green, and you say three purple? Yeah. All right, two yellow, a green, three purple. Wash with two advantages. All right, you can't, you cannot lose them, but what two things are going in your favor? Uh, they've got their eyes on, they've got their eyes on me, not Levon. Okay. So he is able to, so he's, they, 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 they kind of know that he's there, that he's not going to catch him by surprise, but they're also not going to be able to, they're not going to attack him. Like he's going to be able to move on them before, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. And then the second advantage? The second advantage is, um, I am, I've been walking around a little bit and I'm where the, uh, like the, the other racers are hanging out. Okay, so you're at an an, an occupied Yeah, race there's pit. there's some people around. Gotcha. All like right. Pit crews and stuff. Okay, so if you want to do this attack, now is the time. Yeah. You have them right at the at this perfect moment. It Levon feels it in his circuits. If he's yep. gonna do it, he's gotta do it. Levon is feeling he's feeling he's got his he's got his uh blaster pistol. He's I think he open. has a rifle now. I think he picked one up from the You're battle. right, he did. He did pick up a rifle. So he is gonna he's gonna open fire. That's gonna be ranged. Is that ranged heavy? Ranged heavy. And you said you set it to stun. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. So, so it's gonna be ranged heavy. Two yellow and a green. What's the difficulty? Uh, just one because you're at short range, and you get okay. a blue for your um, ambush. Got it. Wash with four advantages. <laughs> okay. So he misses, but he misses, but um. He misses, but he makes a big commotion, like, because he's just open fire, like, there's a big commotion, so, like, people are running around, and it's chaos, so I think it'll make it harder to, so I'm gonna give, uh, Bam a blue dice uh-huh. to his next action. Right. And I'm gonna say, just in general, like, it is harder for them to, it's gonna be much harder for them to jump me, because now, like, people are actively running about, as opposed to before, where there were just people around. Okay, right. And then you've got two more, right? Yeah. Um, I will also say that... Um, can I say Hot Flash is around? Um, I, I will... I'm going to fill in the blanks with that, but yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's one. And the other is... Uh, the guys are, like, knocked... Uh, they're out. They're off a little bit because somebody unexpected opened fire on them. So they're a little okay. bit off their game. So here's what this scene looks like. Um, Levon fires, and at the moment he fires, one of the weakway turns around, kind of with a thought of, "What about that droid?" And he shoves his friend to the side, and they both fly backwards into these crates in order right. to to dodge the stun bolt. That sets off all the people in this particular pit into a panic. Um, the people in this pit, however, are all Jawas. All right, sure. And so there's about ten of them scurrying around in a frenzy, yelling and screaming, and they're picking up tools. And some of them are hiding, and some of them are trying to throw the tools. Yeah, exactly. They don't know what's going on. Um, and uh, yeah, so the, those two guys are kind of picking themselves back up. You do see that Levon's initial assessment that they were unarmed is wrong. They both. One draws a blaster pistol. The other one has a vibro blade. All right. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it's Bam's turn here. 
Alright, I'm gonna open fire, stun, stun fire on the one with the blaster pistol. Alright, so you're still only at short range, so it's only gonna be one. You wanna go ahead and use your maneuver to aim? Yeah. Okay, then you can go ahead and add a blue. Alright, let's bring the light, so that's a yellow and a green. This is uh, one or two? Oh, just one, because you're at short range. Okay, four successes. That's more like it. Alright, uh, he goes down in a pirouette. His buddy turns around, looks at you, looks at the droid, looks at you, looks at the droid, decides, I'm not going to stab a droid, and he goes ahead and closes distance to you, and he's going to go ahead and try to stab you with this vibroblade. All right. Uh, let's see. It is... So it's three green against two purple because of uh, melee is always two. Okay. So let's see what happens. Three successes and an advantage, so he's going to hit you for four damage minus your right. soak. So that's two damage. Alright. Nine wound. Thirteen strength. Okay. So he, he lunges at you. You're not much of a fighter. You dart back, but he catches you uh, like across the lower jaw with a little yeah. thin line. And uh, your advantage here is that the press ID you stole actually had a matching line like a wound oh, there, great. so now you look perfect. Perfect. Wonderful. <laughs> All right, it's Le back to Levon. Levon, 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 and he's gonna he's gonna open fire on him again. All right, go ahead. You can do the same roll you did the first time. Keep your blue because you get to aim. Success and two advantages. Yeah, he goes down too. Ugh. Slumps over. Well, that was well, that was scary. Eh, not really. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the Jawas have settled down. They're all peering out from behind. Either the rather fancy looking pod they have in the bay or um, the nearby cargo crates. They're kind of muttering to each other. Like, <laughs> they sort of gather one of them and they shove him forward toward you. And that Jawa starts to babble at you incoherently. <laughs> I look around and I look at him real close and I just, I, I like, I don't, um, hi, hello. <laughs> The Jawa throws up his hands in in exasperation, and um, <clears throat> another Jawa comes out from the crowd. He is holding the head of a protocol droid attached to uh, a pike, basically. Great. <laughs> they flip on this head of this protocol droid. He holds the head to his mouth, and when he starts talking in Jawese, the droid just automatically <laughs> translates. That's that's terrifying. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for saving us, I think. Were they here yes, to attack us? Yes, that is us? exactly what I did. I saved your life, and you all owe me. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll happily repay <laughs> you. Thank Visibly you for saving us. My collar. <laughs> uh, the Jawas all come out, and they're like going, yay, yay. Um, he holds up the, the pike to his mouth again. My name is Itzy. I, I am the leader of these Jawas. Well, pleasure to meet you. I am... What does it say on my credentials? Oh, we never came up with a name. Um, uh, Trim Bando. My name is Trim Bando. Trim Bando? Seriously? <laughs> my name is Trim Bando. It's a pleasure to meet you. Trim <laughs> Just... And uh, so you can see the other Jawas are now going back to work on this pod. Um, and he, you're just left with Itzy talking to you through this beheaded droid. The droid, uh, while you're talking, one of the photoreceptors falls out and starts to dangle by a set of wires. <laughs> 
I'm talking and I'm like, as I'm talking, I'm trying to like put it back. I'm like, so, um, so my name is, uh, Trim Bando. Trim Bando. I'm a reporter. Uh, I'm looking for a hot, looking for a scoop on a pod racer called Hot Flash. Any, 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 uh, any idea where I might run into such a, such a pod racer? Uh, Hot Flash. This is Hot Flash's pod. Oh, interesting. Now, is Hot Flash a Jawa? No. No? Okay. Interesting. Isn't that enough to bluff it? No, no, I should probably keep going. Um, is is Hot Flash around? Could I speak with Hot Flash? I'd no, love to Hot Flash interview. does not give interviews to anyone about anything ever. Not even to the person that saved Hot Flash's pit crew's life? Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that he seems very conflicted about this. Um... You can roll something if you want to try to, like, push him over the edge. I'm going to roll, uh... Yeah, I'll roll Charm to try and guilt him. Okay. <laughs> Give him a... Mm. Just against two purple for okay. difficulty. A success and a threat. He looks around very paranoid. Why must you know about the hot flash? Um, just a reporter looking for a scoop. This could be my big break, you know. He narrows his eyes. Reporters don't carry around security droids. Well, I mean, the good reporters do. And I throw him a wink. He is not impressed. Who are you really? Who are you really? (sighs) Are you you a trustworthy Jawa? Jawa, Are you one of these these shifty Jawas? All of our people are grand and honorable. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Hmm. I represent an organization with a vested interest in information and the use of that information to further honorable and grand ends do you work for rundo no of course not i just said i was honorable hmm he looks around again do you like rundo not particularly i don't like any hut are you sneaky and smart i i i think so yeah quite if i'm being 100 percent honest i think extremely Hmm. What do you really need if you do not need information on Hot Flash? Uh, I, I, quite honestly, I need, I need any information on Hot Flash's identity to leverage with an associate of Rumdo's, such that I might move some cargo from place to place. Hmm. I have reason to believe that some of Rumdo's associates are affiliated with the same organization that I am affiliated with. Hmm. We have ship. Do you want ship? Ship is good. Ship works just as well. Okay, you can have ship, but you have to do something for us first. Fair. We do not want to work for Rumdo anymore. Okay. We need to get out of contract. Sure. Rumdo very scary, though. So if you won't let us out of contract, we can't just run away. Otherwise, he'll kill us. Okay. I can I can serve as an impromptu contract lawyer. Yeah. That sounds like a great... Yeah, yeah. I'll, you I you can do that. free us, we give you ship, and you don't ask any more questions about Hot Flash. Fair deal. That sounds great. And I tug at my collar again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm going to uh t- t- say be very gracious and be like all right it has been a pleasure to meet all of you let's get sent hot flash my regards tell them you're welcome for saving their life and i'm gonna go uh save your contract let me um have levon do a a perception roll for me okay perception is not good that's okay what's the difficulty uh just two Two failures. All right, never mind. <laughs> he is irritated by the small Jawa rats. 
<laughs> he is spinning his blaster and he's very focused on it. Yeah, one Jawa tried to sneak up and put a restraining bolt on him, and it was just that didn't end well. And all right, Fair so <laughs> he move. You guys move off of the pod pit, I assume. Yep. All right. Where to? Uh, I'm gonna call into. I'm gonna call into Tweeka. Okay. And say, hey, buddy. I, I think I might gotten... have. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. I might have an opportunity for us to have some fun while we're on planet. I might need a bodyguard, an <laughs> extra bodyguard. Now we're talking. We get to kill Imperials. Um, we get to kill individuals. I don't know that they're necessarily uh, aligned with any particular right. organization. I mean, I really prefer to kill Imperials, but if if I'll kill anybody at this point, you know what? I'll just pretend they're wearing stormtrooper heads or uniforms. I mean, they're probably they're probably like in a, they probably have a working relationship, if nothing else. All right, good, good enough for me. We're just All right. tell me where to meet you. Uh, and I give him the coordinates of I guess uh Rumdo's place of business. Okay, it's easy to find out where Rumdo operates out of because he is the. You find out quickly that he is sort of the big boss of this city. He has been designated by the other huts to run and operate Mos Espa as sort of a way of proving himself. Start small with a city and see if we can give you more responsibility. Okay. I got my I know my I got my plan down now. Rumdo's place is a it's a very large complex, but it's not very sprawling, so it goes up rather than out. Um, I don't know if you remember very well the architecture of Mos Espa from episode one, but it's very much more crowded. Yeah. 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 So it, it just it, it's like six or seven levels high. Okay. There are very tall walls on the exterior. There are, of course, Gamorrean guards stationed outside the front area, as well as a protocol droid who stands on the other side of the fence who kind of fields all in any requests to talk to Rumdo. As you guys approach, you see um, Tweeka is wearing sort of a sand cloak that he, well, you don't know how he got it, to cover up his you know, alliance-style <laughs> alliance uniform and his blasters, and he's got the hood up. He just looks like any other dusty Rodian here on Tatooine. Uh, I'm going to go up to the protocol droid. I'm going to puff out my chest. I'm going to narrow my eyes and lean back my head a little bit and affect a very uh, regal demeanor. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go up to the protocol droid and say, I'm here to speak with your employer. Oh, do you have an appointment with Master Rumdo today? Uh, I don't think I need one, to be honest. Oh, oh, Master Rumdo will not like this very much. Uh, can I get your name, please? Trimbando. That's it for now, party people. But check back in real soon for the second half of our Star Wars Special Edition adventure. Not that kind of Special Edition. You know what I mean. Anyway, thanks to Chris for coming onto the show. This was a blast. Be sure to check out Silhouette Zero at sillzero.podbean.com and follow Chris on Twitter at sillzerochris. You can also follow this show on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. And if you love the show, consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast or giving us a nice review on iTunes, a social media shout-out, or a word-of-mouth recommendation. A special Patreon thank you goes out to Blake Ryan, our newest Patreon backer. Thanks, Blake. I Your support of the show is so wonderful. It means so much to me. Thank you so much. 
If you want to hear more from me, consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the show where Aaron Catano and I turn your listener prompts into beautiful, thriving role-playing game characters. It's a lot of fun. I think you're going to love it. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. This episode edited by Chris Eng. Thanks, Chris. Uh, theme song for the show is the Star Wars theme performed a cappella by me. I apologize for that. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, send me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com with advertising in the subject line. And until next time, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you. Always. Mm-hmm.